Hi everybody, this is MG. And I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and we are Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. Welcome. So Sober Sisters Talk is a podcast that MG and I do every week. We try to do it every week. And we try to bring to you our experiences working several programs and just share with you what we have come across in our lives. And I like to say, I don't know how to keep anybody else sober, but I know what works for me. And that's what we want to encourage people to do in this podcast is to figure out what works for them. And that's where MG and I are a little bit different because I like to tell people what to do and think that I can keep them sober. (laughs) (laughs) But we just invite you to listen. It's fun and it's also really educational. We cry, we laugh, we do a little bit of everything. We have guests, we work the steps. It's great. So stay tuned to the next podcast coming right up. Elizabeth and I were talking about a topic around what I would like to consider radical self-care. And I was telling her about a situation that's happened because I've been sick for the last two weeks. And I'm in rehearsal for a play and there's someone that came in to the rehearsal space who was sick and they tried to really take care of themselves and not to not like spreading the germs, spreading it yeah. right and and you know letting us all know and sitting apart from but you know I and got there's it. a Purell and yeah. right but I got it and I get it it seems as if I have no immune system like whatever's going around I'm gonna get and the doctors at the VA say you know are you under stress and I'm like no not really but I'm living my life but it's not like I'm feeling stress because you know when you're like oh my god I'm so stressed I don't feel that way so anyway we were having rehearsals and I just knew I was sick and and I just told the director I said I'm sorry I'm not coming tonight and I usually don't do that I'm such a people pleaser where I will work even though I'm sick and I was so sick back December and January of this year I'm like I refuse to do this And so I just stayed home and I got on antibiotics, went to the doctor, confirmed I didn't have strep. I mean, like I I really, and I went to go pay, I paid for a doctor. I paid for a doc in the box because I didn't want to have to go to the VA, right? Because I wanted to know what the VA won't do strep. So it was like, I was willing to do some radical self-care around this. And I'm much better. And I feel like I've like, you know, nipped it in the bud. And it's only two weeks. And it's not going to be six weeks. and, and, uh, And I'm feeling good and excited about everything. So Elizabeth was also sharing also about someone that also seems to get sick. So I have a client, but I do want to say that, you know, right now in our area, there is this thing going around and a lot of people have it. So there is that part, like my family had it, I got it and I did sort of the same thing that you did. I didn't get on antibiotics, but I could feel it coming and I started on emergency and I just started like really like watching it. I still got it and I actually, I missed the day of work when Imelda was here. Yeah. So um, there is this virus or whatever it is Which going was a around. Hurricane, yeah. Not a Mel de Marcos. <laughs> <laughs> Although it felt sheep. like Mel Mel de Marcos and all our sheep. Anyway, so um, yeah, I have a client and we were um, talking about she got sick and um, the day before she got sick, we were talking about um, I, I coach her and I was like, you really need to 
um, she works from home. She owns her own business and you have to like have a structured day where you start at a certain time and you work all day because she works from home. Her day gets interrupted, you know, and they homeschool their kids. So the kids are home. And so there's go to the dentist. There's take the kid to this, take the kid to that. And instead of her like sitting there for, you know, six to eight hours doing her job. So um, we talked about this and she was like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to do it tomorrow. And then the next day she got sick. Like she texted me and she's like, my immune system was gone and I'm fever, chills, coughing, blah, blah, blah. And I, as soon as she said it, I was like, wow, like this is like the sixth to the eighth time we've had this conversation about dedicating her day to work and she's gotten sick mm. or there's some mm -hmm. crisis where she can't do it. And so I was like, is there an emotional component? Mm. I feel like there may be, and I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed because um, I had to work a weekend where I had to you know, work during the day and then work Friday night and then all day Saturday and then all day Sunday. So I didn't have any time off that weekend. And so I did feel like I was, my, you know, system was overtaxed because of that. And I didn't get my usual amount of rest. And then I'm also trying to do another podcast around theater. And so it's like, I feel like I've been wanting to invest a lot of time and energy in that, but I haven't been able to do that. So it's like this, it, it's not a pressure, but it's like, I feel like my dreams are languishing. And so that, you know, lets me feel like not optimal. And so a friend of mine who goes to what I call like voodoo doctors, you know, they're like naturopaths and, uh, and homeopathic, homeopathic, and, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And so I got the name of her naturopathic doctor and I'm going to set an appointment with her to talk about like, what are things that I can do to boost my immune system in terms of like diet or supplements? I mean, I feel like I eat like, you know, 14 pills a day to help me and that has worked up until this point, but I am sick again. So, you know, what can I add? What do I need to change? And I started thinking about like, if I went to this naturopath, it's like, if she asked me like, what's going on with you physically, I could start listing the things that are going on, like my arthritis and my herniated disc and my pinched nerve. And, you know, I feel like I'm a little overweight, but I want to lose that. And that, um, and I have these skin things that I am concerned about, you know, the doctor's like, it's eczema, here's some cream, but they don't really know what it is. And so, you know, what is it that I want? Law of attraction teaches us to think about what it is that I want. And we just had the podcast on robust health. I think that was our last one. And I want to go to sleep at night. I want to lay my head down on the pillow and I want to be asleep within five to 10 minutes sleep all night long like a hard eight and wake up feeling great, full of energy. And I want to spring out of bed and I want to go forward into my day with great feeling and lots of energy. And I want to be motivated to heat, eat healthy food. And I want to be out in the world and I want to be uh, doing so much more than what I'm already doing. So that's where I want to be. And right now I've been on the couch. And so the emotional component for me is 
sadness that I can't be there. I want to be there and I'm here. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? What am I doing wrong? And I don't know that I'm doing anything wrong. Yeah, I, and I don't know that you are too. The only thing, so if we go back to my client and her parallel with you, that um, when, when we were talking about that, we actually spoke this morning and she said, um, am I that afraid of succeeding? Ooh. And you know, there's that Marion Williamson poem yeah. that says, what is our our greatest fear is not that we is is not that we are that we will fail, but that we are powerful beyond measure. Mm-hmm. In that we can, you know, that you know, who am I to diminish my light, you know, to make that smaller? And I know, like with you, um, when you were talking about it, in what I do when I start feeling any type of, um, you know, not optimal, robust health. I remind myself, my body strives for perfect health. Because if I'm like saying, I'm in perfect health, I'm in per- when I'm coughing and my throat hurts, I don't believe that. But I do believe that my body is always striving for perfect health. Because my body always returns. It always goes back to where I'm, I'm good, I feel better, you know, I'm, I'm great, the, whatever, the virus is gone, I'm clean, I'm, you know, and then when I'm doing yoga and practicing and um, noticing what I'm able to do, I can get stronger and my body wants to improve. And so I can do more yoga and better yoga today than I could a year ago. So I know that my body has the ability to get better and to reach towards optimal Mm -hmm. and thriving Mm -hmm. and robust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's with the body part that's it's, and it's a mind thing. And I have to like, I have to work at that Mm -hmm. myself because Mm -hmm. my mind wants to do like, what's wrong with me? You know, Mm -hmm. why do I keep getting sick? Mm -hmm. Or why did Mm -hmm. I, you know, Mm -hmm. what that stuff, but that type of self-talk is going to create more of it. Sure. Sure. Well, and that's what I've been doing this week. It's like been focusing on, these incremental feelings of feeling better. And I realized it was yesterday. I'm like, I'm just not feeling much better. And so I started looking up the side effects for this antibiotic. And I mean, last night was my last dose. And the side effects for this antibiotic were tiredness. Lethargy. Dizziness. And I'm like, oh, that's why. And so it's like I just had to stay on, stay on them. And so you know, mm-hmm. now I'm feeling much better because it's getting out of my system. And what it went in there to kill, I think, is is you know, dying or dead. You know, I still have a little chest congestion, but yeah, I feel so much better. And so every day I'm like, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling right. better. I just have to trust this process. And also, what I feel like I've realized is that. And from my illness back in December, January, it's like I need a lot of rest right now in my life that if I'm going to go and extend myself, I have a limited amount of energy. You know, I'm not a young gun. I'm not 22. I don't have, you know, my body's endocrine system flooding itself with all these hormones that are, you know, doing what hormones do to create energy. It's like, you know, I'm 56. I have a different metabolism since then. 
And I do notice that since eliminating like a lot of sugars, now I do eat like yogurt that has a little bit of sugar, but I'm talking about like the cookies and Mm -hmm. things like that, that I felt so much better as a result of that. And uh, so health wise, I feel like, I feel like even though I'm coming out of a sickness that I feel really good. So, but it's just about, uh, for me, just that continue check in to say, no, here's what I need to do. And the radical self care for me is to take care of myself, even though I know I'm going to disappoint somebody else. And I knew that my director was going to be disappointed. And I took off this week from work and I had somebody come in to backfill for me. And that took some coordination and I felt like my job wasn't going to be very happy with me. And they were like, we'll work with it. We understand. And then I have another part-time job that, you know, I made a big mistake on because I was like fuzzy and I didn't clarify. And, you know, so I made a big mistake and uh, it's going to be okay. But I was just like, I don't need to be working when I'm feeling this way. But I tried to push past it. So, you know, for me, the radical self-care is is knowing what I need to do to take care of myself and having the courage to go ahead and do it and to know that God is my source and that I'm going to get money. Money's going to happen. I don't have to worry that I'm going to get fired from any of these jobs. Uh, certainly, you know, I'm in community theater for this play. It's not like they're paying me any money. And I have to be really radical in what I do to take care of myself. I think that's such an important point and that and that you're the one responsible for it right you know that's one of the things that um i was talking about with my clients is that you have to be the one that creates the systems and the um what the discipline the discipline the getting up in the morning you have to you got to be responsible for your own schedule your own care and even this place where like if you notice this pattern, so like I can see, because as soon as I said it to her, she was like, oh yeah. And so when you notice a pattern like that is to go inside like you did and what is it? Why am I doing this continually? Why do I continually find myself back here? That's the, we're the only ones that we can change. You know, I wish I could figure out how to change other people because I would. I would do it. I would concoct. I would make the brew. I would do all the stuff, but I can't. I've already tried. It's hard enough just to do my own stuff. It is, but it's like, I I did. I I like, you know, I've done the research. You can't change anybody else. It doesn't work. So, um, yeah, I do. If I need need change in my life, I have to come to me and find my part in it and find what it is that I'm doing and um, find the common denominator, find the pattern, all of those things. And then there, it is true. I have found that like, um, as I get older and I do better at maintaining my exercise, I'm better at eating than I've ever been, um, better at what I feed my soul, my brain, what I read, what I say, what I give myself I have a daily spiritual practice I get up in the morning and I do this thing um and I didn't when I was on vacation last week so I noticed yes I noticed that it was lacking and then I had to like get back in the rhythm you know missing four or five days so 
But when I do those things that when I like my sickness was like maybe four or five days, you know, I had the one day that I missed and then there was the lingering (coughs) that thing. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, within four or five days, I was over it. That's great. But I think that a lot of it is, is the, the food, the self-care. Right. The daily practice of taking care of myself. We're in October and that's the 10th month. And so it's a 10th step. So I always like to think about 10th step is, you know, continue to take personal inventory. And so that's not just about a spiritual inventory, which is so important and true, but just about an inventory about where I am, like physically, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, you know, where am I in all of those things? And I feel like recovery has brought me to this place where I have an intuition and a knowing of what it is that I need for myself. Whether it's like I need to get to a meeting or whether I I need to stay home or whether I need to reach out and talk with people or whether I need to, um, you know, relax and watch TV. And I saw on Facebook, it was like this, this thing about different ways of relaxing. We need to, we need to have relaxation from physical relaxation. We need to have like uh, relaxation from our job. I mean, all these different things about what we need space from. So I really like that. And I was like, yes. So it just gave me and validated and gave me permission for me to be able to do what I need to do to take care of myself. Yeah. And we do, we have to be, you've got to get the awareness and you've got to like be really clear, like what that is and then do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it's so challenging. It's so easy to tell other people. It's so easy to sponsor someone. It's so easy to like come up with all of these things for my clients. But when it comes to actually doing it for me, it's, you know, it's just more challenging. Mm-hmm. It, it is. But, mm-hmm. um, well, and I think that that's like one of the mandates of recovery or promises or gifts that the more I get older, it's like the better I can be at it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, what's the next right thing? So it's like, and this past two weeks, it's been like, you know, moment to moment. Like, right. what do I need right now? Okay, I need a cough drop. Okay, I got a cough drop. Now what do you need? I need to lay down. Now what do you need? I'm hungry. Let's get some food. Now what do you need? So just, you know, going through that. Having this uh, this continual awareness. Yeah. What do I need? Yeah. And it, it's a it's a great um, parallel to what to going through withdrawal and taking care of yourself through withdrawal. What do oh. I need? So that you don't Yes. You don't revert, you know, and just say, Oh fuck it, I'm gonna call him or yeah. I'm gonna text him or yeah. I'm gonna drive by or oh. any of those, you know. That's and, the, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I had I remember years ago we were at this meeting and um, there was a friend of ours um, that was in withdrawal and she was saying how she was in her car and she realized, had this awareness and she was like, she was listening to this song and then crying, crying, crying and it was making her sad. And she thought, you know, if I was sponsoring somebody or had a good friend that was in withdrawal, the last thing I would do was say like, let's get in my car. I'm going to turn this song on for you. It's really, it's going to make you really fucking sad. Let's listen to it. And then, you know, let's drive by where we used to go, you know, where oh. you and your, yes. And go and like dive into the memory, yeah. that, you know, the, 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 the awareness, the experience of losing this person. 
And she said, yet when I get in the car myself, I don't. There I, I go. I listen to it. <laughs> I go to the place, drive by. Oh, you know, all of the. I go right into it. But I would never allow, if it was no. someone else, I would be like, let's not do that. Let's, it's let, so let, hard. Let's, yes, let's, let's pivot. Let's go somewhere else. Let's do something else. Let's listen to a podcast that is beneficial or something that will feed you and make you, rather than this, you know. But it is so, it's so compelling to want to dive into that pain. Well, and I am thinking about, like for me, the last time I slipped, it was like a stalking, like cyber, cyber stalking thing where it was just like, I just had to find out what was going on with this guy. And I just went on the internet and just dug and looked and found videos. And it was so painful, so painful. And I spent three hours, lost three hours of my life doing this bullshit. And at the end of it, I broke one of my major bottom lines and I got the information that I needed (laughs) or felt like I needed, but it wasn't good. It wasn't like, you know, there was no satisfaction in it. It's not like you're like, Oh, this is proof that he loves me. And he's been pining for me. No, that's not what I found. No, (laughs) no, not at all. Yeah. So I think that like looking at yourself as like, you know, how would I care for my, whatever, my friend, my sponsee, my, um, my daughter, whatever. How would I care for them? What would I suggest to them? My therapist used to have a phrase, what's the most loving thing you can yes, do? Yes, I love that. And if it's not a loving thing, and it's real clear, we all know, listen, you know, just check that. You know, should I drive by this this thing? No, this you shouldn't. This person's house? No, that's no. not the most loving thing you can do. What's the most loving thing? Take your ass home. Take a bath and go to bed. That's Eat chicken soup or, you know, watch something good on TV. Watch a you know? comedy or something inspiring. I think inspiring. that looking, looking at yourself as a child is a really valid way of providing self-care. I love that. You know, if you were an eight-year-old daughter, what would you give yourself? You know, because I've had eight-year-old daughter and I know like, well, you know, she probably want to lay in my bed. She loved that. And put a movie on a Disney movie. She loved that and give her something really nourishing and warm to eat. She loved that. Put her in her comfy PJs. She a loves nice that. warm, a nice warm blankie. Well, I've even had that internal dialogue with that inner child. I'm like, what do you want? And usually my little girl wants some sugar and I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that, but here is a sugar free pop. Right. Like I have sugar free pops in the freezer specifically for my little girl and I let her pick them out and I'm like the only rule is it has to be sugar free mm-hmm. so you know I've got jello in there I've got sugar like you know sugar free um, you know popsicles in there and so it she is really clear about what it is that she wants in terms of nurturing so I'll I'll do that I'll have that dialogue and uh, and it's like I just want to go home and go to bed okay well, let's do I that I want to be cared for you know, right? And the bath, that's really good. Um, you can put lotion on her feet. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I like to make for um, the little girl inside of me is toast. That because I don't eat sugar, so and that like it just feels like something homemade and warm and crunchy, yep. and delicious. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You put you don't put butter on it. You're vegan, but uh, no, but I do have a smart balance. I oh, have love a, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good. I have good, a good. I have a good spread. So yeah, I think that you know if if you're in a place where um, you know what self care is, but maybe you need to step it up. You know that dialogue. What would be the most loving thing you could do? Talk to yourself as a little girl. See if you can find a pattern. Is there, you know, are you experiencing a pattern? Are you, is there resistance, you know, an emotional resistance along that is coupled with this, you know, malady, whatever it is that you're feeling and get to the bottom of that, fix that. Yeah. Your, your virus will leave. I love it. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Till the next time. So if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. Or you can check out our other episodes at www.SoberSistersTalk.com. And we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and there we have them all lined up. You can see them. You can get a little description. You can share it. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye.